Welcome to Talking Shop with Teresa and Bree, the show where we dish out tips and advice for mystical business owners and service providers. Now, if you're wondering if you're a mystical business owner, well, if you are working as a tarot card reader like me or an astrologer, a Reiki healer, intuitive counsel, counselor, oracle medium, you know, basically if there's any kind of sacred art that's part of your profession, we are talking about you. And I'm Teresa, and I'm here with my very amazing co-host, Bree. Bree, where are you? Hey, everyone. I'm Bree. So, Teresa and I have both been self-employed misfits, running our own businesses for decades upon decades. Truly, we have done this for a while. And we know what goes into running a successful business. We know exactly how much heart, grit, and hustle it takes to get your business afloat and keep things rocking along. So we do this show together once a month because we love sharing the business strategies that we've learned over the years. And we love seeing our fellow mystics thrive and succeed. Now in each episode of Talking Shop, we tackle a different topic and we often feature a special guest. But today's show is just between the two of us. And the topic is keep it separated, Saturn transit for business. Thanks so much for tuning in to listen, and let's get this party started. Yay, and you know, we've been talking about astrology all year, and I'm saying yay because I love Saturn. I love, love, love Saturn. Oh my God, it is like my, it's my favorite planet. Uh, Just like Gemini is my favorite sign because I'm a Gemini, but Saturn is really my favorite planet. However, when you read a lot of the astrology things, people are always tripping out about Saturn. So why do you think Saturn gets such a bad rap? Why are other people such Saturn haters? Oh, this is such a good question. Um, So, you know, in classical astrology, we have the two planets that are called the benefit uh, planets. Of course, that sounds a lot like our word beneficial, right? So the good planets. And those are Jupiter and Venus. And then we have the planets that are the malefic planets or the bad planets, right? And those planets are Saturn and Mars. And so they are the planets that are more challenging. And that's really what makes people not like Saturn. Saturn transits tend to bring out challenges. They bring up difficulties. Sometimes they slow down momentum. And all of those things can be super annoying. Um, Sometimes Saturn transits can also make us feel really, like, lonely and alone. But the thing about Saturn, and the reason that I love Saturn, is because Saturn is also about really helping with business. And Saturn really helps with mastery. I mean, Saturn is the ruling planet of Capricorn, and Capricorn is all about business. So you know that there's an affinity between the two. And Saturn is so much about mastery. And, and you know, every challenge that Saturn brings up, the slowing us down, the making us feel, you know, kind of lonely and, like, isolated in some way, um, the the showing us where the fault lines are in a specific area, all of those things are for the sake of gaining 
more excellence and more mastery in whatever it is that we're working on. So there's a lot of wisdom in Saturn, and there is a lot of excellence in Saturn. But, you know, in order to achieve those things, you have to see where the problems are. And that's not a fun, that's not fun, right? To, right. to see where all the problems are is not the fun part. And that's the part that Saturn really excels at showing us. Like, you know, yeah, you're nailing it here, but here are all of the areas where we need more consistency. We need more discipline. We need more um, elbow grease, right? And And that's not enjoyable for most people. I mean, I like it. But a lot of people don't find that fun. So that's right. my take on it. What do you think, Teresa? What else? What What other negative stuff have you heard about Saturn? Well, because you know Saturn is all about lessons and limitations and boundaries and structures. I think people assume like it's this big party pooper. It's kind of right. like you know all the other planets are having some sort of a wild party, and here comes Saturn in and says, nope, you guys are cleaning up after yourself. You're not staying up past 10. You're going to get this order. <laughs> you know, that's what it makes me think of, really. And people don't like, they don't like rules. They don't like order. They don't like someone telling them what to do. And so I think they feel very much yeah. like Saturn really kind of dampens things. But in my opinion, I don't look at it like that at all. I think Saturn comes along and it creates divine order. It creates divine order in our lives, and it shows us where we need to do that. It shows us, you know, how to make our lives better, how to tidy things up. So, I mean, Saturn's kind of like the Marie Kondo of all the planets. It's going to come along, it's going to clean things up, and if you do the work, you're going to end up, depending on where Saturn is, for example, in your natal chart, much more cleaner and leaner. And for business... We're always having to clean things up. We're always having to build structures. You're, you can't just run business wild. I mean, that doesn't work, right? You need to structure. Right. You, need to pay your check, you, you need to pay your bills. You need to balance your checkbooks. You need to do your record keeping. You need to file your taxes. Those are all very Saturn activities. And so Saturn for business, I mean, I think it's really your BFF. So yeah, I agree. I completely agree. I love that. Yeah. Oh, sorry. (laughs) So what are, you know, have you worked with Saturn in your own business? I'd love to hear um, some of the ways you view Saturn in your work. Yeah, so, so, oh, actually, I missed a question. It wasn't you, Teresa. It was me. That was me. I missed a question. Before we talk about, hello, and my, I have I have kid brain. Okay, before we talk about Saturn, <laughs> you need some Saturn. Specific, I do. I need some Saturn. I do. Well, what's funny is that I had a session earlier this morning with a client, and all we talked about was Saturn, um, which she had in her sixth house. So I was going through Saturn in the sixth house, the joys and the pleasures. Um, so what are? Let's talk about it generally. What are some things that Saturn helps with in business? Well, like like I said, it's about structure, right? So when you lean into Saturn, it can show you where you need to commit, where you yeah. need to focus, and where you need to do your work, where you, again, need to kind of clean up your messes. And so using, mm-hmm. uh, as an example, like right now Saturn has just entered my fourth house. 
Now, the fourth house has a lot to do with our home, but in business, it is our other type of surroundings. So this is the right time for the next couple of years that Saturn's going to be here to really work on making sure that, first of all, my business foundations are solid, but second of all, really getting my surroundings for how I do my work, setting new rules, setting new strategies. You know, and one of the mm-hmm. things that I've been telling everybody in general with all the stuff that's been happening over the year with the virus, a lot of people are having to do their business differently. And if you're working in your home, you might not be seeing clients any longer. You may need new rules and policies about that. So Saturn can help you to see where you need to do that. You know, wherever Saturn is traveling in your house, this is where to focus. This is where to commit. This is where to do your work. Yeah. This is where to clean up and get those policies tight and right. So the question yeah. I was I was going to ask you then, um, we're kind of going all over the place. We're not very Saturn today, <laughs> but how, you know, I gave you a little little idea there about you know just Saturn in general. But how have you worked with Saturn in your own business? I'd love to hear well, how you have. Yeah, so, you know, I became aware of Saturn. I really started paying attention to Saturn in my own business when it was transiting my eighth house probably about six, seven years ago. So this was a, this was a few years back, right? And, um, you know, the eighth house, for those who, who don't know or who need a refresher, a couple of the things that that deals with um, – are the different ways that you invest your money and also legal issues, right? Legal issues are are kind of handled by the summons and the eighth houses. So when Saturn was in my eighth house, I had this like, you know, I, I had this moment where I was like, I have to have a lawyer and I need to have like all of my legal documents in one place and I need to have legal language for certain things that I do. And, you know, it was sort of like, oh, I need, like, I need the law to come in and and be a part of my business. And so I was able to get all of those documents and and do all of that. You know, um, there were, as often happens, like, you know, when you first start a business, your, the momentum just kind of takes off and then you realize like, oh, there are all of these details that kind of need to be tended to. It was also when Saturn was in that section of my chart that I started looking at the best form structure, again, to your point, Teresa, of my business, um, from a tax perspective, right? From a investment perspective. What was the best form for this business to take? It was also during that period that I started finding the right um, bookkeeper and recognizing, like, what I didn't like about the current systems that I had in place. So there were a lot of, of really practical things that came in, you know, and during that time. And that was when I realized, like, Saturn is a super powerful business ally. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, part of what had motivated all of that was going through a couple of years where I had insane tax bills that I had to pay back that I did, um, but, you know, that I had just not been anticipating. And so when that happened a couple of times, I was like, okay, I need to, like, take my business to the next level of seriousness. And I think that's one of the big gifts of Saturn is that it makes you serious. It makes you commit. You know, it, it levels you up in a really significant way if you're open to it. And and sometimes the way that it first shows up is through something 
not super pleasant, like a tax bill you weren't expecting. But that's what is going to motivate you to take your business to the next level. And after I did all of those things, after I found a lawyer and I found the right structure for my business, I was, I was, I felt so much happier and just at ease and at peace with whatever comes because I know I've got those bases covered. So that was really when I started working with Saturn. Now, recently, Saturn has been in my 11th house. So that has a lot to do with how I build my audience with social media and technology. And I've, and I've been, I've been, while it's been in my 11th house, it just moved into my 12th house when it went into um, Aquarius. But as it's been in my 11th house, I've really been retooling my relationship with social media. Like, I was on it, then I took about a year-long absence from it while Saturn was in my 11th house, and then I came back to it in a much more sincere way that works a lot better for me. So, you know, wherever it is now, I notice that, and I'm like, I'm here to learn. You know, what do you have to teach me? Since Saturn is the teacher, that's the attitude that I take. Uh-huh. So what about you, Kay? Can you share some stories on how you've made smart business decisions based on Saturn? Especially we'd be interested to know when the aspects aren't as friendly. Like, you know, when you have a tough aspect with Saturn that you've got to work with. Yeah. You know, I, I think the story I always love sharing is when Saturn was in my second house. And I've got a T-square in my astrology chart. And the T-square, you know, it hits all my money houses. It's formed between my... Of course, right? My, yeah, I mean, come on. Of course I get that. So it, yeah, it, this Saturn was, it was in my second house, and it was part of this big T-square. It, it formed the, the missing handle. So it, it formed a grand cross, and it hit all of my money houses. And my T-score is very tight, so this was, oh, my God, it was not a fun transit. But what was really interesting is I had other astrologer friends saying, oh, my God, you're going to be so broke. And I said, that's not how this works. That's not how it works mm-hmm. in the tarot ladies' world. And because I know Saturn loves structures, what I did is I sat down, I set my goals, I got really super organized, I trimmed up my budget for my business, and I set goals on what I wanted to accomplish, and what I wanted to accomplish, the main thing was to pay off my mortgage early. And I said, I'm going to knuckle down, I am going to do that, because if I don't have a mortgage, that is less overhead that I'm dealing with as a business owner. That frees me up. Mm-hmm. So I got hardcore serious, and I ended up paying off my mortgage 14 years early. I went into it. I committed. I mean, I was doing, I was really running this business like a tight, ship and also running my personal life like it. I didn't look at these bad aspects like, oh, my God, it looks like you're going to be broke. I'm like, okay, we're not going to be broke. We're going to get smarter with money. So if you look at Saturn, even if you have all the nastiest aspects hitting anything in your house, if you look at it and say, this is where I need to do my work, it doesn't matter how bad those aspects are. As long as you are leaning into it and doing the work and being mindful and also being mindful of your attitude along the way. All of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, I so agree. Yeah, and I mean, I'm sure you probably have stories, too, about things you've done um, with Saturn when the aspects weren't good for your own business. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, Saturn, when Saturn was in a square with my second house, 
when that was when I became really dedicated to understanding how my money came in and how my money came out and what the business needed in terms of operating expenses and, you know, started to find the people that could help me. So, I, you know, anytime I get, you know, very much like I don't really think that there's like a negative planet. Like I love Saturn and I love Mars. Um, and I don't think that there's really a negative aspect either. You know, I think oppositions and squares, get a lot of bad press because there's tension, but you know, nothing is created without tension. I mean, and there's no balance without tension. And as a Libra who likes, likes her balance, I mean, you do, uh, you know, if you do any of the balance poses in yoga, you know how much tension is happening to make that pose look effortless. And so I really see Saturn in the same light. And in a lot of ways, I see it as like the yoga of the astrology. You know, that it's Saturn is where we really yoke ourselves to what matters. And we put ourselves through our paces in order to accomplish something great. So I completely, you know, I welcome it wherever it shows up. Mm -hmm. I love that. So, you know, um, let's talk about some rituals you can do to get Saturn on your side for your business whatever the Saturn transit is, what are some things that people could do that maybe there's a magical solution for working with Saturn for business? What would you suggest? Well, you know, I think the first thing to do magically is there are there are traditional planetary prayers that you can find um, online. I mean, you can even, I was just looking the other day on Reddit, and you can, like, find uh, planetary prayers on Reddit that come out of ancient grimoires. And so finding a planetary prayer that you like and reciting it on the day of Saturn, which is Saturday, is a really good way to start to build a relationship with the planet. Um, you could also, if you wanted to, Saturn is, is of course, the Roman version of Kronos. And so you could also find one of the Orphic hymns to Kronos, and you could recite that on on Saturday. Um, another thing that you can do is familiarize yourself with the story of Saturn. What what are the stories? What are the what are the ways that this particular planet and the god that it is named after show up as holy helpers? Like what were the challenges? You know, one of the one of the aspects of the story of Kronos is that he devours his own children. So too much Saturn has you eating your young, right? It has you it has you destroying the things that you're trying to create. Like it has to be tempered with something else. Um, but not enough Saturn and you don't have anything that's being created. So, you know, there's a lot of lessons in those stories. And then I always think a good way to work with the planets is to light a stick of incense. Um, in their honor, you can find Saturn incense blends all over the place and, and, you know, just talk with them and say, you know, okay, Saturn, I, this is what I was advising my client to do earlier today. Like, okay, Saturn, you're in my sixth house. I understand that these are the things you want me to pay attention to. I'm paying attention. Bless me with mastery. Bless me with the ability to find the right teachers. Bless me with the discipline to do the things I need to do to improve the, this part of my life, even 
when it's hard, especially when it's hard, right? So you just talk to Saturn while lighting a stick of incense. It's a really powerful thing to do. And so those are some of my favorites. I love that. And I think, you know. Do you have any to add? I no, no. Those are so, so beautiful. And I think the only thing that I would add for ritual, if anything, it's not just about, you know, the magical ritual. Some of the most magical things you can do is also having a daily schedule for your business. And this may sound really weird. It may sound like, well, that's not magical at all. But there's something totally magical. About, yes, having a rhythm that builds upon that energy. You know, so if you've got a ritual that you do every day, like I get up, I do my card of the day, I put that out there. Mm-hmm. I, and it may sound like that's the stupidest thing, and uh, but, it again, it creates that disciplined rhythm, which is so necessary for business. So, Well, I'm telling you all, it's the disciplined rhythm, and it's also, again, it's that commitment. Yes. And Saturn is so good for commitment, you know, it, I mean, and and. Saturn is happy when you honor the commitments that you've made. You know, that's one of the offerings that you can make to Saturn. I committed to do this, and I'm doing it, you know. So I think that that's a really, that's a great point. So let's talk about the Saturn transit through Aquarius. It it has started right now, um, you know, it's in Aquarius. I know later on in the year it's going to dip back into Capricorn, but then but then we're in Aquarius, you know, for the rest of 2020, and we'll be in Aquarius all through 2021. So what do you think about Saturn in Aquarius? What does that say specifically about our business? Well, you know, Saturn, first of all, Saturn uh, rules Aquarius in the old rulerships. I know modern rulerships, yes. we have Uranus ruling uh, Aquarius, but Saturn is one of the rulers of Aquarius. So Saturn actually likes being in Aquarius. Now, Saturn's been in Capricorn for a couple of years, which really invited us to look at our business structures and how we were running our businesses or not. And, you know, with this pandemic, it's been very interesting because we've had an opportunity to really go back and look at those structures, and people have been having to redo their structures all year long. You know, so many businesses have had to make big, massive changes. So when Saturn goes into Aquarius, it's time to look at our network, our technology, where we're innovating or not, how we're using technology in our business, and also how are we serving the collective. You know, so many times when people are in business, they're thinking about, you know, of course, profit, things like that. But the businesses of the future are the businesses that are going to be very technology-oriented, that are going to be very focused on the collective and humanitarian things, um, that is going to be something that needs to be a part of your business. And it's going to be all about innovation going forward. Now, also, because Aquarius is the realm of ideas, I think it's also going to be a time where there's going to be new thinking about business, new thinking about the way we do business and how we network and how we connect. And you and I have had discussions behind the scenes because, you know, mm-hmm. with the whole virus thing, one of the things we've been talking about, um, you know, conventions and live events, and other things that we used to do, well, maybe we got to go more virtual with our businesses. Maybe we need to go, yeah. instead of doing all kinds of public events, maybe there's some different way of serving people that is going to keep people safe. I mean, we know that 
eventually the virus thing will be dealt with and people will go back to a new normal of how they run their business. But what is that going to look like? I mean, to me, these are all the things to think about with Saturn going through Aquarius. I think when we talk about Saturn and Aquarius as the future of business, we really are talking about the future of business and the old ways. Mm -hmm are going to need to go. What do you think? What is your thoughts on Saturn and Aquarius for the future of business? I mean, I really agree with everything you said. When when all of the COVID-19 stuff started, you know, even back in February and late January, I was I was looking at it and I very much felt like this was going to be a sea change for business. And I felt like it was very much in alignment with Saturn coming into Aquarius, where where we are forced to grapple with technology in a way that we that many of us have refused to do. I mean, I have so many parent friends, for instance, who have had to deal with technology, you know, in order to teach our kids, right? And and it's like these are things they never would have thought about before, and now you have to deal with it. And that, to me, is so Saturn in Aquarius. And the same is true with business. I mean, the way that we connect, the, the technologies that we use, and the way that we use them, the way that we work with them, and also the limits of technology. Um, because, you know, Saturn is also about limitations. And so, like, what can technology do for us and what can technology not do for us, you know, um, I think are both really important questions to be looking at. Um, and I think that Saturn in Aquarius, you know, Aquarius is the rubble of the zodiac. You know, they're, they are the, they're the pot stirrers. They're the ones that, that really bring the rock and roll to the party. And I think that when we talk about micro businesses within the sacred arts industry, like what we're seeing is this need to be more flexible, to be more virtual, to be have an online presence in some way, shape, or form, um, and to, you know, use those things to be highly adaptable. In business on a more massive scale, you know, I think we're going to see an overhauling of a lot of the sort of sure bet economically that we've worked with for the last 150 to 200 years. I think Saturn and Aquarius paired with Uranus, that ruling sign of Aquarius and Taurus, just as like we are flushing out some of the stuff that no longer works. Now, what would you like to come in and take its place? And so I think that that's, you know, it's exciting, but it's not stable. And and Aquarius is not stable, you know, it, it is destabilizing. And so that's the energy that we're with, with Saturn. And I think Saturn is kind of like, you got to learn how to surf it. you got to learn yeah. how to ride this wave, you know. That's what I'm here to teach. Yeah, and Saturn's not going to be about, in Aquarius, about staying in the comfort zone, right? No, I mean, it, it no. Really is, I mean, Aquarius is the rebel. Aquarius is, I always say Aquarius and Uranus both are like the, the David Bowie of the Zodiac. And the planetary right. system. And so when I think of Bowie, I always think about how he changed things. But the thing, when he made changes, those were changes then that stuck. Think about that for a second. Yes. And so I think yes. the changes that will be made under Saturn and Aquarius are going to stick around for a long time. And what's also interesting is so many people in our type of work 
have shied away from technology. And one of the things I found really interesting when Saturn went into Aquarius and the, this whole COVID-19 thing really got bad here in the United States, I know a lot of businesses that didn't have a strong online presence, that didn't have online stores, and they had to scramble to put it together. And I think that when this is all said and done, when Saturn's all the way out of Aquarius in a couple of years, and when we have everything else in the universe hopefully under control, I think that the ones who did that, who scrambled and jumped on it, are going to be glad they did, and they're going to wonder, why didn't I do this sooner? Yeah. So. Oh, I completely I completely agree. I can, and, and for those who have had an online presence and who have, um, you know, who, who have run their businesses that way, this, I feel, is a time to really look at what's working and what's not working because the market is about to get very saturated. Yeah. So, so those yeah. who have audiences already need to be thinking about, you know, you need to be a step ahead. And Saturn and Aquarius is very much about being a step ahead. You know, this is where, yep. you know, we're all working in these intuitive businesses. So it's like you need to take some of that intuition and apply it to your business and say, what do I need to be a step ahead, right, and to reach the people that I need to reach in the best possible way? What needs to happen? Yeah. And, you know, I've been an early adapter to a lot of things on social media. And for people who are new to social media, I know that social media gets a bad rap, but um, really jumping in and finding, this is one tip I'll give people, find one good social media platform where you can really connect with people and, you know, bring more people to your world and don't look at it like technology and social media. And social media to me is either very Saturn and Aquarius or very Saturn and Gemini, maybe both. But it is really the right time now to not shy away from it. Just find one thing that you can do that you enjoy and and build a community. I mean, that's that's the way you're going to want to really do your business. And I, I know a lot of us hate putting ourselves on it. And social media also gets a bad rap, but it's a wonderful way, if used properly, where you can meet amazing people and friends and peers and clients, and you can offer support to the people's businesses that you love, and you can also get people sending you a little love, too. So I, I don't know. I think it's a good thing. So Yeah, I agree. The final thing I want to say about Saturn and Aquarius for People who are more established online, um, it's a good time to optimize your online business. And so part of what that means is make sure that the platforms that you're using are still the best. Um, you know, go through the checkout process and, and make sure that it's smooth for your customers. Um, you know, we there's... It's, it, when you have an online business, you know, the offerings and what's available to help your business are changing so quickly. So if you started that online business five years ago, there's a ton of things that are out there now on the market that you didn't have access to five years ago that now you do. So familiarize yourself with those things and decide what pieces might serve your clients better, right? I think that that's a really useful way to work with Saturn and Aquarius as well. I love that. I know. For instance, Teresa, you started Patreon. You started on Patreon. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not, long, not long before Saturn went into Aquarius, right? Yep. 
Yeah, I absolutely. So, I mean, so, that's an example. Yeah. Testing things out. It's all about testing things out. So, And that's yeah. also very Saturn and Aquarius. Dip your toes in. The water's fine. And if it's not, there's plenty of other places for you to test out. That's it. That is exactly right. I love it. That was right. amazing. That was so good. We got back on Saturn track <laughs> after... After our, after my, my, you know what? It was very Aquarian though. I was, right? I was off wandering in some field. That is very Aquarian. May, you know, interrupt it a little bit, destabilize it a little bit. So I feel like I was in the spirit of things. <laughs> <laughs> so that does indeed wrap up this episode of Talking Shop where we gave Saturn lots of love. So, Teresa, what was your biggest takeaway from this episode? What did you love? You know, the one thing I love is what you were saying at the end about going through all of your platforms and checking them and checking out to make sure the the buying process is smooth. And I love that because we never think about that. We think once it's up, set it and forget it. And so that's a really good reminder, and that is such a Saturn thing to do. I love that. What about you? What was your biggest takeaway or favorite nugget of advice? Well, I love the story about your T-square and your second house. Um, I think that, you know, again, it's, I love that story because it illustrates the power of Saturn. But I also love that story because it illustrates how, you know, there are these, like, scary, quote-unquote, things in astrology. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really, you know, and, and we can get into this whole place of, like, oh, you're doomed or you're fated to whatever. And, you know, with a proactive approach to astrology like you and I both have, it's like, no, no, I, you know, here's the energy. That might be difficult. That doesn't mean that I can't align myself with it and actually work with it to my advantage. And so I love that story because I think it's a teachable moment in, in, the, in honor of Saturn, not only about Saturn, but about astrology more generally. So I loved it. Thank you. And, um, you know, for everybody who is listening, Saturn is your friend. So don't listen to the hype about yeah. how awful it is. It really is your friend. And it's your stern friend, but it's your friend. <laughs> it's your friend. It's your, it's your yeah. friend that's like, you need to, like, have you exercised in the past month and a half? And, like, how much ice cream have you had? Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. Yeah. You need to get up and go for a walk. That's, wash your that's so Saturn. <laughs> yeah. So good. And those are the friends we love having in our lives. That's All right, right. folks, <laughs> before we sign off, a happy reminder, if you love Talking Shop, and we sure hope you do, don't forget that you can listen to all of the previous shows for free. You can visit the Talking Shop archives right on my website, thetarolady.com. Just hit on the podcast tab, and the link is right there for Talking Shop. Uh, Bree, where can they find the podcast on your site? Everyone, head on over to BriannaSaki.com. That's B as in boy, R-I-A-N-A, only one N for Brianna Saki. And go to the free resources tab right there, the current episode of Talking Shop and the archive. So, everyone, that is a wrap for this episode. Please join us again next month for another round of Talking Shop. And, yep. Teresa, where can everyone find you? They can find they can find me uh-huh. at Therese, at thetarolady.com. So I'm all over um, the web. Also, my handle is always the Tarot Lady. Bree, where can they find you? 
And they can find me at briannatossi.com. Thank you all again so much for listening. We hope that in true Saturnian fashion, you keep taking action to build the mystical businesses of your dreams. Stay on your grind and make it a great month. We know you will.